If you've ever thought of quilting your own projects but just don't know where to start, I have the perfect first steps for you. I've put together a PDF guide. I call it Three Steps Toward Freehand Freedom. These are the baby steps, but they can help you move past your overwhelm and show you that yes, indeed, freehand quilting can be learned. So if you'd like to snag this PDF, there's a link in the show notes, or if you're an Instagram user, just message me three steps. That's the number three, S-T-E-P-S, and I'll send you that link. Let today be the day you get started. Welcome to Measure Twice, Cut Once, the podcast about life and business lessons from a quilter's point of view. I'm your host, Susan Smith, and I grew up making quilts alongside my mom in the very traditional methods, cutting with the scissors and cardboard templates, sewing without the benefit of squaring up, and then of course, hand quilting. Fast forward a good few years, and these days I can be found behind my long arm, Stella, either quilting or teaching the art of quilting entirely freehand. Quilting has become my livelihood and it is still my joy. So Measure Twice, Cut Once will bring you stories from my experiences, lessons learned, and crafting journeys from other makers as well. Today, we're going to talk about the tough days and what to do with them. This episode is sponsored by Advance. Are you wanting more quilting designs, more tips, and more interaction with me and other quilters? Advance, my membership for machine quilters, may be just what you're looking for. There's brand new content added each and every month. It varies. New freehand designs, quilt-alongs, guest teachers, case studies, and more. It's a much more in-depth version of my quilting reality show on YouTube, and it includes much more detailed projects. One recent new lesson was on applying a facing rather than a binding to a quilt. Guest teacher Brandy Maslowski gave step-by-step video instructions along with some really practical tips. Another recent lesson was a case study featuring a custom quilt and showing an original quilting design that avoids the thread buildup of multiple lines converging on one point. Really useful. So that's just a smattering of what's included. Advance is a monthly subscription, and you can join or cancel at any time. Click the link in the show notes for more details on that, or head to my website, stitchedbysusan.com. Well, today I want to talk to you about a slightly uncomfortable topic, what to do when everything's just going wrong. Just last week, I received a schooling in this lesson. I regularly stream Quilting a Project on YouTube and Facebook, And there's often a couple hundred people watching at any given moment. And then, of course, many more hundreds come back and view it in the next week or two. So a lot of people were watching this all go down. I've dubbed my show Live and Unscripted and sometimes Quilting's First Reality Show because it is just that. It's a real-time process without any edits or cleaning up. And I've always included the rough bits like thread or needle breaks or second-guessing design decisions because my goal is to help viewers see what a quilting studio really looks like in action, see how long things really take, see if I really do quilt in manual mode. Well, this particular day started off with a lurch. About eight minutes before going live, I discovered that the backing of the quilt I was going to work on 
was about two inches shorter than the front. That's a problem. Scramble, scramble, scramble. My husband, Dave, Mr. Producer, delayed the start time while I zipped an extender on one end of the backing and, in fact, trimmed a little bit off the top and the bottom of the quilt. And, of course, it didn't stop there. It kind of went downhill, in fact, from there. I was redoing things while loading the quilt backing. I had tension problems. We had camera problems. We at last had a loose seam that caught the hopper foot of the long arm and stitched it right in place. And so it went until finally, over two hours into the show, I just called a halt and said, you know, that's it for today. I'll finish this quilt later. At that point, the backlash spring had popped out of my bobbin case. I had no close-up camera to show what I was doing. I needed magnification and a bright light. And frankly, I was nearly in tears. Just one thing after another had gone wrong. So for two hours, I'd been chatting, you know, answering questions, interacting with the viewers. And under the surface, my mind was just racing. How shall I solve this? What shall I do about that? It was exhausting and it felt embarrassing and maybe even incompetent to do all of that on air in public. But as I was struggling through this, an astonishing thing began to happen. The comments started rolling in. Here's a few of them. We all have those days with wonky backing, loading issues, and bobbin trouble. All we can do is deal with it and move on. Thanks for showing us the reality of quilting. Some days just go this way. And here's another. I've had every issue you experienced today happen to me on my Q24, although thankfully not all in the same quilt where I may have given up. You sure did some quick problem solving and kept on smiling. It was actually very encouraging and helpful. Thank you. And another. Oh goodness, what a morning. No kidding. Sometimes you just got to take a breath, let out a good laugh. If you let it get to you, then you wouldn't have gotten to where you are in your career. Thanks so much for all emphasized of the bumps in the road. I really needed to see this today. And one more. As always, I learned so much from your live videos. Thanks for sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly. This makes all of us feel better when things go haywire during our free motion quilting. And then there was one more comment that I could not find as I was writing this podcast, but it had a thought in it that was so perfect, and it was this. It just underlined that a huge part of long arm quilting is exactly this, problem solving, troubleshooting. That just caught me where I was. And so my mindset started to change. I did indeed start to chuckle a little at myself. And I acknowledged the value in the troubleshooting. I know my machine better after that morning. Thanks to viewer comments, I know a couple more tips. For example, pop off the entire hopper foot to disentangle it. That's actually really easy to do on my quilting machine, but I just didn't think of it in the heat of the moment. And ultimately, after that whole experience, I am a better quilter. And I was just amazed in the hours and couple days that have passed since then at how many people have found the whole episode to be helpful, to be encouraging, more useful even, some have said, than the pretty episodes. So here's to being real and candid and showing up whether it's pretty or not. In the end, the job got done. Down the road, this quilt will be given to a veteran with our humble thanks for his or her service to our country. And they'll find warmth and comfort in it. I mean, what's not to love about that? 
If you'd like to watch this very, very real episode, it is on YouTube. It's called Free Motion Quilting Waves, and I've put a direct link in the show notes as well. Thanks so much, for, my friend, for tuning in. If you too have had a day like this, know that we all do. You are not alone. But try to turn it around after the tears, after the maple walnut ice cream. See what you can learn from it. Maybe even what you can share with someone else from it. Find value in the experience. And listen, if you have friends that you think would enjoy this podcast, would you take a moment and share it with them? You can share this particular episode or all past episodes and easy choices of where to listen. That can all be found at podcast.stitchedbysusan.com. I'm Susan Smith, and until next time, may your sorrows be patched and your joys be quilted.